0: Welcome to the Softland Central podcast, your home for market entry knowledge and resources. Softland Central is brought to you by Softland Partners, an online marketplace to help you find best fit resources for your market entry. Find them at softlandpartners.com. Hi, and welcome to the latest episode of Softland Central. And today we are gonna go on a tour of Flanders. We're gonna get to uh, learn a little bit about why companies enter Uh, Flanders and how they expand from there. So uh, we are uh, joined by Dirk from the uh, Flanders Investment and Trade Organization. Welcome Dirk.
1: Welcome. Thank you very much for uh, the invitation. Uh, It's always a pleasure to be with you guys. uh, Thanks for the invite.
0: Of course, it's it's so uh, it's so great to uh, to learn about your region. So, I'm um, I'm sure, and, and as you know, our audience are companies that are expanding globally, and so they're uh, thinking about what regions to go to, and they're uh, they're uh, doing their research, and and maybe in some cases they're in nearby countries looking to uh, to expand, or sometimes they're traveling uh, from different continents, but. Um, you know, I think the first question we probably ought to answer it is, is, is where is Flanders?
1: <laughs> that's, that's a very good question uh, which indeed I get uh, a lot of times. Uh, so, well, to start with, uh, where is Belgium? <laughs> <laughs> Belgium is really uh, uh, and that's one of the biggest advantages we have. We are really uh, at uh, the center of Europe. And so we are... Um, bordered by uh, the Netherlands to the north, France to the south, Germany to the right, and to the UK uh, to the left. So this already gives you uh, an idea of one of the biggest advantages. If you set up your business in Belgium, you are very close to the the other biggest uh, markets. So in Belgium, we have three regions. Um, So the economical part and the commercial activities are not on federal level, but they are on a regional level. So we have two regions. We have Flanders to the north, bordering uh, with uh, the Netherlands. To the south, we have the region of uh, Wallonia, bordering with uh, uh, France. And then we have the region of Brussels. So we do represent Flanders. Flanders. Uh, In size, it's about as big as uh, Wallonia, but from an economical perspective, uh, Flanders stands for 85% of uh, the total export of uh, Belgium. Um, And more or less the same uh, goes for the invest part. A lot of these are explained by the fact that we have the second biggest harbor uh, of Europe in Flanders being uh, Antwerp.
0: Hmm. Oh, that's uh, that's fantastic. So a real economic center. So um, and, I, and I know you're based in Sao Paulo, uh, Brazil. And uh, obviously, you see companies and you help companies uh, enter um, uh, Flanders and and expand. Why? Are, what are some of the primary reasons why uh, companies are selecting uh, Flanders as a as a, a great place to enter Europe?
1: Well, they're different. Uh, we can talk a lot about it, but I would say there are some main points. So, the first of all, the first one already mentioned, it's the, the, the central uh, location of uh, of Flanders. Uh, so, in uh, let's say, uh, um, in uh, 60% of the purchasing power of, of, of the main um, countries in Europe, 60% are within 600 meters of flounders. So that means that within basically 24 hours, you can reach 60% of the customers in Europe. So that's one of the main advantages. If, I mean, if you would be up north, uh, Iceland, to, to exaggerate, or, or Greece, uh, it, it would take uh, a lot of more time uh, to, to obtain uh, the delivery. So besides this, we have um, excellent uh, logistic, uh, excellent infra- an excellent infrastructure, uh, logistical. So we have uh, the, the airports. We have the big airport of um, Brussels, uh, which was uh, quite crucial uh, during the COVID uh, crisis, because a lot of uh, vaccines uh, were shipped through Brussels airport. We have another one uh, in uh, in uh, Ostend, which is a smaller one. Uh, then we have um, uh, a huge um, railway system, which brings you from Flanders up north towards Russia, to Russia, towards Portugal, towards Greece, and then have we have also the, uh, the waterways. So we have it's a really uh, multimodal. Um, so that's also a big advantage. Uh, for example, um, we have one of the biggest uh, European distribution centers uh, from Nike. And if you see the site of Nike, they're lying uh, just beside the river. There's a railroad and there's a highway. So that's, that just gives you an idea how why Nike really chose this site because they have. Three different ways to get their goods uh, around. Um, we have, and that's uh, something which is not very well known. We have a lot of uh, fiscal incentives um, because everybody thinks, no, Belgium, it's, it's very expensive uh, from a tax perspective. That might have been true a few years ago, but there has been a huge uh, tax reform. So nowadays, the nominal um, uh, tax rate went down to 25%. But that's just part of the story. Um, we're always looking for companies with a huge uh, R&D content. And for companies who settle into Flanders, there are amazing incentives uh, from um, if, if you have a huge R&D content. And it can go so far that uh, if you do a lot of R&D work in Flanders, the effective tax rate goes down to 2.75, which is uh, unbeatable. Um, So that's something which uh, is not very well known, uh, but uh, that's something really really, uh, express or uh, really uh, focus on this when we are talking with uh, companies. Um, The the manpower is highly qualified. Uh, So Belgium. uh, we have two of the main uh, universities. Uh, we have um, uh, Brussels, well, We have Leuven, Antwerp, Ghent. Uh, so the two of them are in the top hon- top 100 uh, worldwide. Um, so when I talk about uh, highly uh, qualified uh, manpower, that also um, implies that we have. Uh, I would say 60, 70% of the, the manpower do speak more than three languages. So it goes up to four or more. So that's that's quite handy because if you use Flanders as a basis to work in uh, Europe, basically you can attend your customer in his own language. This is not the case in uh, in other countries. Where the, the other bigger countries are limited to one or two languages. Uh, so that's uh, a main uh, differentiator. Um, there's, a bit, there's a very good quality of life uh, for the expats. Uh, there are also some, um, some benefits for the uh, expats. Uh, we have a lot of um, tax treaties uh, with other countries uh, to avoid uh, double taxation, which is, uh, we have this with. Uh, think about 80 countries, this is also a differentiator with uh, other countries. And um, we have a lot of uh, uh, well-known uh, R&D centers. Uh, so we, we strongly believe in the triple helix uh, system, where we have both the industry, the academical world, and the government working together. So that uh, gives you uh, a lot of help uh, When you're looking for partnerships or specific uh, knowledge. So we say that's a bit in a nutshell uh, the main advantages uh, or main differentiators uh, we have.
0: Well, I'm surprised, Dirk, in the quality of life, you didn't mention the cycling.
1: Oh, well, yeah. Uh, When I uh, am talking about uh, the quality of life, okay, we we can start from chocolate beer and it goes uh, indeed. (laughs) Raptor cycling, Uh, well, uh, we don't have the big uh, guy like Eddie Merckx anymore, but uh, um, we do have a lot of uh, high quality uh, bicycles. Uh, We have um, uh, Bicycle Valley, where a lot of companies are working on specific uh, elements. Uh, We have wind tunnels. Uh, It's really uh, a very high tech. uh, they're not that cheap, but uh, if you want the top, uh, you can get it. <laughs> I was not aware that you knew this, but uh, indeed, uh, cycling uh, is, is huge. Uh, also, um, uh, bicycles are, are widely used also to go to work. Uh, so there's a lot of incentives uh, to get uh, the cars out of the streets and uh, to replace them by a bicycle. So a lot of companies. They have showers in their premises, so you arrive, uh, you can shower, uh, you change your, your gear, your clothes, and uh, there you go.
0: Yeah, no, it's fantastic. I, I, uh, the, the, I have a dream of cycling in uh, in Flanders. I, I I need to go sometime. The the racing there is phenomenal for sure.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Indeed, indeed. Uh, we, we we don't have uh, the huge mountains like in Italy or in France. But I can tell you, we have some hills. Uh, I've tried to do them and uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, uh, it's always interesting. Uh, Sometimes the short hills are the hardest because you have a very intense effort for a short time. Um, So, you know, I love the, you know, as you were talking about the multimodal and intermodal transportation and distribution system um, uh, it, it really made me think that there must be some you know and you mentioned Nike um, that there must be uh, some significant um, attraction for uh, hard good companies that are uh, are entering um, Europe but, but what what are the sort of the, the biggest verticals that you see? Um, being attracted to Flanders today, what what are the you know are there specific industries and and whatnot that are uh, are really the best fit um, you know well, in two thousand twenty one? It's
1: 2021? a bit hard to uh, to, um, to to um, to say there there's specific verticals because it's it's really it goes very wide. So we have indeed. Uh, the, the companies who are just using uh, Flanders uh, as a, a distribution center. There, okay, we, we have everything from cars to, uh, to, um, to shoes, to you name it. Uh, uh, but we also have, uh, for example, uh, uh, a huge uh, activity in uh, orange juice. Uh, one of t- three of the orange juices you drink in Europe were shipped through Belgium, to the harbor of uh, of Ghent. So uh, just to explain it it, it, it goes wide. So this is, let's say, the the hard goods. Uh, but we are really looking more and more for companies who bring in a lot of uh, innovation, R&D. And because that's really a win-win situation for the Brazilian company and for uh, our know-how. So, as I said, we we do have a huge talent of people. We have uh, three well-known universities and we have these uh, international uh, R&D centers. Uh, IMAC is um, one of them. It's a very well-known one. Uh, It's the the leader in nanotechnology. And it's a spin-off of the University of Leuven. So a lot of companies, um, Foreign companies already came in and bought spin offs of the spin off of Leuven. So, uh, IMAC itself, uh, in, in certain fields, uh, they did spin offs, and these were um, purchased by uh, foreign companies. So, that's something else. Uh, we are very strong in, in, in pharma. So, pharma companies uh, are um, also quite interesting in uh, working in Flanders. And uh, also the um, petrochemical and the, and the, the petrochemical uh, sector is huge. If, if you're talking about Antwerp, Antwerp, and that's also not very well known, it's it's, it's actually it's the second biggest uh, petro cluster worldwide after Houston.
0: Wow, so that's. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have uh, guessed that. That's a really interesting fact. That's uh, so some really good partnership opportunities in that exactly. In that
1: space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's a bit. That's uh, very quick. Uh, the, the verticals I'm, I'm thinking about uh, for sure. I did uh, forgot others. Uh, the IT sector is also quite strong in Belgium. Uh, everything which is IT related. Uh, Um, and it goes from gaming to Mm telecom. If you talk about gaming, uh, we did some uh, presentations here on gaming in in Flanders. You would not directly uh, think that Flanders could be strong in gaming, but we have actually a a very good uh, ecosystem, uh, starting with uh, the Howard University. That's a, a university. Uh, specialized in gaming and has been uh, uh, elected as the best gaming schools a few years in a row.
0: That's impressive. That's really cool.
1: And a lot so- of these uh, guys uh, who, um, who leave the house are working with the, the bigger players in the States and in Japan and vice versa. Uh, there's, I think, 80 different nationalities uh, studying at that university.
0: That's that just uh,
1: that just uh, on my on IT.
0: The um well I, I have maybe two more questions for you, Dirk. I, th- I think that the next thing our listeners would be um interested in is um you know, your organization, uh, Flanders Investment and Trade, obviously provides uh, great service to companies that are are uh, looking to come into Flanders, but do you want to talk a little bit about the service that you provide in the the ecosystem that companies can come into?
1: Yeah, sure. So first of all, um, we have our main office in Flanders, uh, and we have about 100 uh, offices uh, worldwide. Um, So what we do, uh, well, we provide a professional service, confidential, and free of charge. Um, That's our to uh, the um, important parts with the confidentiality and the fact, it's completely free of charge. So what, what, what kind of uh, service do we provide? Uh, we will help uh, an incoming company with uh, all tax and legal information, which is uh, very important. We will help with the company uh, registration. Um, we will bring you in contact with uh, incubators, um, We will um, help you with all the employment uh, legislation. Uh, We will bring in what I already mentioned, the governmental uh, financial uh, support. We will um, bring in contact with all the different public bodies you need uh, in order to uh, start working. Uh, We will help you um, uh, finding a site location. so what you normally do is when a company uh, is making its shortlist. we will invite them to do a site visit uh, in, uh, in Frankfurt to go around and we will look not only uh, at the site location, but we will also already go and see all these public uh, um, bodies uh, so they can already start. Um, and for example, uh, uh, as far as taxes are concerned, that this kind of tax ruling uh, it gives you the advantage that when you talk with the Ministry of um, Finance that you can know upfront, when you present your business plan, how much percentage of taxes you're going to pay, which is a big advantage. it gives you uh, certainty. Uh, uh, what else? Um, of course, uh, I said we have a lot of uh, expertise, so we can help you finding a uh, technological uh, partnership as Belgium is the center of Europe um, and the European uh, uh, Union, uh, we can also help you with the different European programs uh, which exist and um, help you building up your, your local network. We say that's basically uh, what we uh, bring uh, as a service. and. Um, Also, not from an invest perspective, but it's interesting also from a trade perspective. Once you're located and registered in Flanders, you're being considered as a a Flemish company, which means that you can also, we don't only do invest, we also do trade, that we will help you in the trade aspect. So you will get support, you will get incentives for the trade part.
0: Well, that's great. Uh, the, the, um, the diversity of your service and the fact that it's uh, free is uh, uh, fantastic and, and confidential for companies as well.
1: Um, just, just to give you an example, we have yeah. uh, just one uh, uh, coffee company. Coffee is taken in Brazil. So we, we, we help them to set up their office in the uh, in Flanders. And the once they did uh, set up their business, we started to help them as a Flemish company to start exporting to the other European countries.
0: So, really, creating that uh, a strong base for a European network uh, and European expansion. Yeah, no, that that's fantastic. It makes a lot of sense. Um, so, one one last question for you, and I, I you know, I think um, you know another thing our our listeners would be interested in is. You know, you you get to see lots of companies expand, and, and some, you know, are very successful, and some somewhat less successful. And, and I'm wondering if you see a a, a couple of common traits or uh, attributes of um, of companies that expand successfully versus those that don't. What are some of the the things that you've seen? Um, that either companies do or attributes of the companies that are most successful when they when they expand and, and enter um, enter Europe through Flanders.
1: Um, yeah, that's a difficult one. Um, uh, let me think. Uh, I can tell you about that one. Um, Really, we did not have seen companies leaving France once they have been there. That's uh, for starters the good the good part. Uh, Of course, um, 2020 was not uh, a record year when we talk about uh, uh, the amount of companies uh, who were settling in. uh, But nonetheless, uh, uh, we got in total uh, last year uh, 224 invest projects, which is not bad, uh, for an amount of 2.5 billion more or less, Um, so that's not that bad uh, compared with 2018 it was uh, uh, 4.2 billion, so being an absolutely dramatic year, there were still results. and some 5,000 jobs were created, uh, which was about the same as we had in uh, 2019. So, uh, what is the differentiator? Um, uh, companies um, need to um, need to believe. I mean, when they come, they really need to to invest. Uh, they need to. Um, to, to have the, the right mix between local personnel and expats. I think that's uh, absolutely key you know, because that's something uh, a lot of people uh, from some countries uh, they want to bring in their full staff, which does not make much sense uh, from a cost perspective to start with. Um, and so, yeah, I would say. It, try to find the uh, perfect uh, mix between local manpower and the experts uh, who are managing the company. Um, yeah, I think that's basically, uh, basically it's,
0: uh, That's great. So the, the commitment the company has to making sure that they've got the right people, people is uh, a big driver for success.
1: Yeah, really, you need to, to, to trust in the country you're going to invest in. You need to trust that uh, the people you're going to work with will be able to do the job. And, uh, mm. Never heard complaints about that. So um,
0: That sounds great. Well, super. Well, is there anything else that you would like uh, our audience to know about uh, Flanders and um, uh, besides the beautiful sunshine that's 365 days a year?
1: Uh, well, that's uh, not <laughs> our biggest uh, s- uh, point. Uh, uh, the weather, um, yeah, it's like uh, most countries uh, in Central Europe. Yeah, we do have sun sometimes, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> not. It's not like uh, Florida or uh, South America. So, uh, uh, but uh, if you come, you will see. You will be welcomed by friendly people. Who will speak most of the time uh, your language? Uh, you will enjoy me, or we love our beers. We love our chocolates. Uh, uh, food is for us very important, uh, and we think uh, that the uh, work-life balance uh, should be uh, should be correct. And I think uh, that's uh, for sure the case in Belgium. We have the right uh, work-life balance, we say
0: wonderful well um, well
1: thank you oh, I'm sorry then I always say welcome uh, to come to uh, Flanders to be back
0: oh fantastic well um, thank you so much for taking the time with us uh, today it was uh, it was great to uh, go on this virtual tour and, and learn more about Flanders with you um, and uh, certainly to our audience uh, thank you for joining us and make sure to like and subscribe so you can Uh, Stay tuned to uh, all the great information coming out, and uh, again, thank you, Dirk, so much.
1: You're welcome, Bill. Anytime uh, we're here to help you out, to participate in your uh, excellent uh, program. Thank you so much.